Wait no longer. Greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I am your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube at The Trophy Room. If you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or if you really, really like us, consider dropping us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So with all that said, and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, we have just gotten through the Game Awards 2020. Mm-hmm. How are you, sir? Feeling good. Yeah. Overall, feeling good. Yeah. Uh, once we get into the show itself, I might have a couple of nitpicks here and there, but overall, great show. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, just so everybody here who isn't watching live on twitch.tv slash PS Trophy Room knows, we've just had, what, like a nine, maybe ten hour stream? Uh, and uh, we eight. ended it off here. An we eight hour stream. So we're we're at eight. We'll probably at the end of the we'll hit nine. Yeah. So we're a little run ragged, and we watched uh, the 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 show alongside everybody else. And in the age of COVID, man, oh man, was it a show! So with that, before we get into the news, usually we square up the news. We talk about the latest, greatest, all things PlayStation. Since it's a special show, because we're talking about the Game Awards, uh, pretty much what we're going to be talking about is the biggest surprises, all the game reveals, uh, and then all the awards that Sony-related studios picked up tonight. Most, <laughs> most importantly, what Naughty Dog picked up tonight, and our overall thoughts on the show. So with that, Kyle. Instead of what you've been playing, how did you think of the show? In the age of COVID, there is no mm-hmm. studio audience there, right? Yeah. How how did you like it? Uh, overall, I think it was great. I liked yeah. how it was set up. I enjoyed that it wasn't um, pre-taped acceptance speeches. I'm glad that they were there for it, and we can get mm-hmm. the raw reaction to it. That was the one thing I didn't want is to f- have their speeches seem so prepared and yeah. so like manufactured like between editing or whatever to make sure they're perfect um i want to i want to see that emotion as they win and we saw it with the among us devs we saw it with laura bailey yeah um those are that's what i wanted out of this and we got it um as far as like pacing i think pacing was pretty good mm. there are some moments for me there's a certain point, and I think it even goes to show during the big surprises rundown that we both have. Um, there was a point where it's just like, okay, there's nothing super crazy that we're excited about. Yeah, and it was just like, okay, let's let's see what else it's is going to hit it, like a big surprise, and we got one at the end, but it wasn't very wasn't anything imminent or substantial. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, a little, I, little feeling of empty, like you just you ate a whole dinner of just sugar. <laughs> like it feels great, but mm-hmm. then a couple minutes later, you're like left on empty. Like we're already crashing. We're yeah. already crashing from mm-hmm. from the from the night. I think overall, um, this was a great show, and I think it was like presentation wise, actually one of their best. Which is weird because this is a big learning curve for Jeff. Like they tried this. Before the Game Awards, whatever it was called before. Um, and, you know, with with uh, Joe McHale, and that was just a disaster. Nobody liked it. But I think 
With this one, he took the mistakes that he learned from there and pretty much a mutual understanding with everyone of, of what we're in right now and really made a really well-produced show that mm-hmm. I honestly think even like places like the Oscars or Emmys could even like take a few notes from because I think it was executed extremely well. There wasn't many hiccups in terms of like, uh, you know, people lagging on the screen, like everything ran smoothly. Um, yeah. And so like a, a show for itself, really great. There is a problem I have with the show though. And it's continued from, from I think last year onto this year. And that is that it is, it's feeling way too commercial. Um, in terms of like, we're just going to show you a lot of ads. Oh, and yeah. here's an award for this. Like yeah. there's not enough pageantry for the games this year. We're already focused on what's coming out next year where it's like there, there are some times where it's like, so go to Shishima won this award. And now Gillette has a special moment for me. Like it, it, or, those... or even then like have four awards given out in the span of 30 seconds. Yeah. Of like back to back to back with no, no speeches or anything like that. Like, Nothing. It's a Nothing. bummer. I, but I mean, in their defense, how many times can Neil Druckmann say thank you? <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, that's the thing. Like the big ones got their shine. I'm talking about like yeah. the smaller things. Like yeah. I would have loved to see Supergiant talk about Hades wins. All their mm. wins came from those quick cuts and, and like quick time award giving out phases. Yeah, yeah, and then also the awkward moments with not not because Sydney didn't do a no Sydney a, did a, a great good, job she did a fantastic job but like the Instagram <laughs> things there was like see an what Instagram. it's like yeah. okay let's get back to the show <laughs> <laughs> those moments are not not and, the and greatest the the, uh, the whooper alert from Pokemon Go yes okay. It's like, all right, Hillary, we get it. <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> let's go to the next segment here. Um, so yeah, no, I, overall, I think this was a really great show. There are just those things of like, this is an award show. And I feel like we're starting to lose sight of that, you know, where we're really thinking about what the next banger is going to be. And there we got some. I think Microsoft really came out full force with, yeah, with man. What we'll, we'll talk about in, in a bit. So, you know, it, it just didn't feel like, a lot of the surprises that were there really hit, at least for me, on that level. So I think sure. it was a it was a great show overall, and even one that like if everything's back to normal next year, we could really they could still learn from from what they got here. And I really hope they they just nail down the commercialism of it. Yeah, you know, I'm with you I, again. I understand you got to pay the bills, but yeah. Again, I think there's a, a fine dance to it. The one thing I did like, actually, Kyle, is, like, there wasn't a Gillette man there. Yeah. Right? Like, there wasn't that constant. All, all the commercials were for games and things happening in games. And so that's what I will give massive props to Jeff for on. Sure. Is there was no, like, weird, dumb, you know, product from, I don't know, Dollar Shave Club there. Like, it was just something felt organic felt like it belonged because it was games that mm-hmm. said before we talk about and square up the event itself uh it's time for a patreon pitch of course uh like we say each and every week if we ever got you through a long car ride a tough day at work this whole covid situation whatever the case may be it really does help us out if you consider dropping us a buck our way over at patreon.com slash 
P.S. Trophy Room. It keeps the lights on. It's the reason why we sound so good. We look so great. We're able to do so many cool streams like these. Uh, it really does help us out. So if you can consider, uh, you know, dropping a buck our way, it really does help the show go. And I want to give a big thank you to our newest patrons, uh, Giganap, Peter Epster, uh, your silver member, Kyle Grimm, our platinum producer, Todd Berwitz, our gold producers, Chaotic Monkey, Gavin Goffrey, Griffin West, Erica Scherer, Jose Jimenez, and too soon, our Silver Plus members, Jedi Master Ren, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill, Ray Martinez, JB, the Purple Monkey, J- uh, Jadis Von Metal, and Tim Ulf. Thank you all so much for your patronage. And again, we could not do this without your support. So thank you all so freaking much. And that said, Kyle, it is time to square up this event. Uh, let's go down some of the surprises first yeah. and foremost, because I think when it comes to the surprises, that's where the show really shined. So the first big surprise of the night, and I'm sorry I butchered his name in the show notes. Oh, I didn't <laughs> I just, even see it. I took a wild stab in the dark <laughs> and took put way too many O's in there. Way too many O's. Smash Brothers, the reveal has happened. It is not the Master Chief, but something Equally epic, and equally epic if you're a PlayStation fan. Let's be real here. Yeah. Sephiroth is the latest Smash character. Yeah. You, sir, yeah. are a big Final Fantasy fan. Yeah. How did you like this? I loved it. Yeah. Um Again, not, I'm not a Smash player. I, I'm real bad at it. Like, I'm not going to sit there and play it by myself. Um, <laughs> but... I love these Smash trailers because it's really, it's equivalent to what the Game Awards do. It's celebrating yeah. gaming and these amazing characters and whatnot. So seeing Sephiroth destroy whatever that thing is in the sky, because I don't know the Smash lore. I think it's like the, the it's like the Omega hand. Sure. Master hand, yeah. Just slice it in two and him just hanging there and you just see the long sword uh, of Sephiroth there. And you hear the music and like, oh, I I got chills. That was such a great trailer. The fact that it looked like Sephiroth impaled Mario was what? What an image. What an image. Like, it got me. I thought Nintendo actually bent the knee and said, fine, kill our mascot right in front of everyone. Yeah. Uh, But it's it's really cool to have Cloud also in the game and and to have... Like, you can just have Cloud versus Sephiroth the entire, for as long as you want, in Final Fantasy VII stages, wherever you go, and even on Nintendo stages, which might look weird, but, like, it's cool. It's very cool what they're doing with Smash. Yeah, I really, I really dig it. And even, like, a lot of people were dreading it was going to be the Fortnite guy. Yeah. Um, And, like, at this point, I kind of got, I I would understand that because they've been so kind of close, and Fortnite is just, it's... Man, it's it's so Something huge. Else. It's unignorable at this point, which we'll talk about. We'll get about to it later. Time. Yeah. <laughs> so like but seeing it suffer off, there was no like, oh I'm just really it was this. Alright, fine. Uh so it was awesome. I really dug it. I even got excited because I played the remake this year for the first time. This is if any new if viewers or listeners, this is my first time ever playing a Final Fantasy and beating it to completion and it being Final Fantasy Seven. So like even I got pumped. I'm like, I know that guy. He's very yeah. dreamy. The next game is not a PlayStation game. It's not. But we finally know if you're an Xbox dork out there, uh, that's a joke. 
Uh, the Initiative's new game. This is a studio built from the ground up to make not a double A game, Kyle. Not a triple A game. No, 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 no. Let's smell our own farts here for a second. This is a quad A game. Yeah. Okay? Quad A. Forget the high stress production value and crunch of a triple A game. We're boosting it up. We're adding another A in there. Uh, they started talking about it being an eco sci fi first game. person game. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, what, what is this? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's, it's in Egypt. It's like a, like a pan, like you're in a drone view. And it's just, it looks nice on this, in the surface, but as the drone well, keeps it going in. It wasn't yeah, even that. It. It's the, the trailer started and we got hit with the initiative logo. And we're like, yes. oh. Oh, oh! <laughs> so, because like even before, uh, Aaron Greenberg over at Xbox was like, "Temper your expectations." Like yep. it's nothing major, and then this comes out, which I think is really big. I think yeah. it's. I think they definitely downplayed that one because this was yeah. a huge thing. Once again, uh, the the year after last, where they started the show off with the Xbox Series X being unveiled, they start the show off with a major exclusive Xbox title. They like own the game awards at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think what uh what Luke Lore in the chat who sucks uh said um what <laughs> to the most part what what Microsoft lacks in awards this year they're making it up for in yeah. <laughs> in advertising. And listen, it worked cuz like as you see the drone and like all the chaos that's ensuing and it's going up this tower that's exploding and then bam on the roof, you know, pan upwards. It's Joanna Dark. And um Awesome. This is yeah. a game that, you know, a lot of people have nostalgic feelings for. I know as a Nintendo kid, I had nostalgic feelings for even playing it on the 360. I thought it was a really fun game. So seeing what this team will be able to do with this game uh, and and how they bring this vision to life, I'm very excited for it. And yeah. awesome, awesome job, Xbox. Real Absolutely. Fun. Turtle Rock Studio. That's with the next Warner Brothers, I think, right? With Warner Brothers, correct. A game called Back for Blood. This is, uh, if you don't know what Turtle Rock is, they're the people behind the Left 4 Dead series. Uh, they left, they tried to make Evolve, Evolve didn't pan out. They're back with a spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead with Back for Blood. And it's pretty much giving you a backdrop into what's happened and, and what the, why these zombies are different. And the infection is like this little worm that gets inside your brain and bam, you become a zombie. Um, really cool trailer where it's like they're, you know, like four people in this town just killing all waves of zombies, big monstrosities pop out of the ground and stuff. Um, how did you, how did you dig this game? Cause they also show, showed gameplay and it really just looked yeah. like way more left for dead. For sure. I think, I think the trailer to me felt like, Almost like the same of any zombie co-op four-player thing, like World War Z and Left 4 Dead, obviously because it's Turtle Rock, whatever. Yeah. But it just kind of felt the same. Like nothing. The models are cool, uh-huh. but from what I know from Left 4 Dead, some of them still looked a little bit similar to those enemies. Okay. But then when it got to the gameplay, I was like, "Oh man, this is nice. I like the way this yeah. looks. I like the, the size difference and how ginormous those." big brutes are and yep. the feeling of even though i wasn't behind the sticks but like when that giant thing came out of the ground and it was chasing them i got the little tingles in my neck like you gotta you gotta, you move. gotta go you gotta <laughs> go um so that was a really well done gameplay 
segment just in general yeah. because the person playing wasn't perfect. He yeah, was missing. and I love that you mentioned that, that too. Was so good. Yeah, like they were missing their shots. It wasn't like there wasn't no cringy like behind you, Janet. <laughs> on yeah. your six. Like, mm-hmm. you know, none of that Ubisoft cringe in there. It was just yeah, it was just gameplay of what they got, and it really did look like more left for dead, which I can't wait. Yeah. This game had me from from start to finish. Actually one of the one of the titles I'm most excited for. And if everything goes well, it's coming out June twenty second, twenty twenty one. Extra life next year, baby. Extra life, let's go. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, Callisto Protocol. Oh, oh boy. Holy shit. <laughs> it looks like okay, let me set the scene here. No, yeah. Cause they basically tell you what you, we were both thinking mm-hmm. at the end, and it makes a whole lot of sense now when you rewatch that trailer. Yes. You you see this guy wake up, he's in a prison cell. And like, there's like this robot, there's just something weird going on. Uh, this robot kind of looks like it's been infected with something. And he's, he's trying this, to like green yeah. bar in his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Like he has a barcode. This prisoner has a barcode on his neck that's green. It's given us dead space vibes, given us big dead space vibes because dead space had the, had the thing on the back that told, yeah. told, told your health. Um, as he's, you know, wondering what's going on, this big hulking, I guess his old roommate yeah. comes back up in its an infected alien it's terrifying. thing, and just completely sucks this guy's face off. <laughs> and and then it like backs away, and there's a camera in the cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you see a wall of of monitors, and it seems like this is going on all over the place. Yeah. And to me, that gave me Cabin in the Woods vibes mm. of them, like in the in the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Like the terminal, the the head terminal or whatever, where yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're controlling everything and they're they're playing a game, they're unleashing oh, monsters on everybody. Yep, and because like the guy gets out of his chair, like huh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, exactly. He just yeah. goes, and then you see the overview, and it seems like this it's this giant thing. Yeah. Um, so that's to me what it looked like. It was just someone controlling the monsters in yeah. a way to for a sick pleasure, I guess. Yeah. It looked horrifying. And the studio is a brand new studio called Striking Distance. Now, we said de- Dead Space vibes. Everybody, are you sitting down? Are you buckled in? <laughs> All right, cuz I'm about to take it from 0 to 60 in 0 flat. Glenn Schofield, one of the founders of uh the studio of of that 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 made Dead Space. And he visceral. says that he, visceral he says that he's out to make the scariest fucking game. And it's single player. Single which player. I like to hear. I don't like scary games. But I'm intrigued by Dead Space. I'm intrigued by this. Very intrigued to say the least. Um, yeah. he you know, no no specific like he said it's coming to consoles, it's coming to PC. Yeah. That's it. So we could expect maybe 2022, 2023 game. Absolutely. But awesome to see that they this is the spiritual successor. And listen, y'all know I love Dead Space. I'll take a spiritual successor. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's for you, Kyle. Disco Elysium Final well, Cut. Yeah, yeah, before that one, there was a one where you were in the bathroom okay. that I wrote down. Uh, okay, yeah, Fulbright yeah. Studios, who makers of um, Gone Home and Tacoma. Okay. okay. I have a new, yeah, yeah. new game called Open Roads. I dropped something. Uh, I'm sorry. That's my bad. It's fine. It looks <laughs> it looks gorgeous. It's like a cartoon-style uh-huh. art, uh, art thing. And... It 
I'm down for a, a, another story that's going to make me cry like Gone Home did. And it stars uh, Carrie Russell and uh, Caitlin Dever, I believe, in the two roles of the, the two ladies that are hmm. driving. Um, this also, weirdly enough, now I'm thinking about it, I think this is the third game that involves cars on a road trip that we saw tonight. Like, that was yeah. a theme in a couple of different games, now yeah. I'm thinking about it. But Fulbright are, are really great at what they do in narrative-driven games, so I'm very excited for this one. But yeah, then after yeah. that comes what I was hoping for, yeah. uh, a game that took a lot of people by surprise last year with how many awards it won, and that's Disco Elysium, the final cut, coming to PS5 and PS4 in March of 2021. And I'm very excited because I've heard amazing things about this Same. game. Same. And yeah, and it was weird that was no Xbox or like Switch one. Like, yeah, that's I what I was to look really that expecting. Up. Yeah, is it already on Xbox? Maybe, maybe. Um, then we get a trailer for um, Dragon Age uh, Four, and with the listen with the news that we covered last, you know, this week that you know the studio leads are are have left the studio, and one of the executive producers, uh, Mark Dara, mm. has left, and he was the producer on this game. Um, I couldn't get excited for this trailer. I don't know about you. I think we saw, what's his name? Skolas? Solus. Uh, narrating, and it's just called Dragon Age. Not even four. Yeah. It's just Dragon Age. Um, what are your hopes? And, and what do you think this means that they've dropped the four and just said Dragon Age? Do you think that this is going to be one of those, like, Destiny-like games where it's like, cause they're just like, there's no profit. There's no destiny. It's you and your story. What is that supposed to mean? Is this an online experience? Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah. I really hope not. Um, also, real quick, Disco is coming to Xbox in the summer next year. Ah, uh, okay. All right. It's cool. like, I, And I believe the final cut for Switch next summer as well. So oh, a couple right. months awesome. of exclusivity, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would hate if this next Dragon Age is online thing where it's you're doing raids in Dragon Age and all this stuff and I, I don't want it because I don't want I don't want EA to to think of everything needs to be a games of service thing like Anthem yeah I don't I not every game needs to be games of service there's a time there's a place for <clears throat> narrative story based games Absolutely. and Bioware makes some of the best and I want them to get back to making a fantasy world that is cool to live in and from what I saw, the imagery is super cool. I really yeah. want to live in that world and do cool things in it. <laughs> um, and I actually like just the Dragon Age. I, I yeah. like when games kind of drop the numbers, like God of yeah. War. Uh, yeah. And even like when Last of Us did Part 2 instead of just 2. I like that. Like it's the same contained story. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed it a little bit more than you did, but I totally understand why you weren't super high on it. Yeah. Uh, again, I hope it's not. And it, listen, just because they dropped the four doesn't mean it's online or whatever. It yep. very much could be like, hey, listen, the story is what you make it type of deal. Kind of like what we see uh, CD Projekt try to do with Cyberpunk and even to some extent, like a game like Witcher 3. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we had a Sega uh, game with, with a dev team named oh, wait, Aplitude. Yeah. yeah. And yep, called good. okay, cool, cool, cool. Called endless dungeon. It's uh over. It's it, from what from what I understood of it, it looks like Overwatch meets Diablo. Like the art style of Overwatch meets the gameplay of Diablo. Um, futuristic. Yeah, uh, it's a, a again, it's a dungeon crawler. 
I liked it. I really dug it. Yeah. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. It looked like a roguelike. Like you're, you're brought to life and you got to try to make it further in this dungeon. Seems yeah. cool. Another uh, bef- cool point. Oh, yeah. Before sorry, this one, because it's not on your list, it, yeah. it is the longest trailer we saw tonight. Mm-hmm. Crimson Desert. Which is like right. that Assassin's Creed-esque game where it looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Not, it, it's made for, by the Black Desert online people. Mm-hmm. I believe it's Pearl Abyss is the studio. Yeah. Um, it looked cool, but there, were just some th- there was just something off about it. Yeah, there was like no the VO. Was skipping. There was no VO. The the it was shaky. It was it was hard to see what was happening on screen. It's it was weird because it looked cool, but it wasn't gripping me at all. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, it looks cool. Like there was one part where you're flying a dragon in the air, and it's kind yes. of shadow colossus style, like you're stabbing yeah. in the back. Really cool, but then like. Yeah, like you had scenes where like the music just didn't match. There's no mm-hmm. people are talking. You're not hearing the voice again. Very weird. Very and weird. I think that's. I think you're not hearing the voices because the dubs aren't in. If that is the sure. same studio, yeah, mm-hmm. that totally makes sense. Um, then we had one of the biggest surprises. <laughs> the Swedish chef is in. Loved it. Loved it. I love when they do these like. Uh, you know, uh, like Muppet tie-ins, yeah. man. Keep them coming. Seriously, I'll never get old. Free update, uh, too, and Overcooked, or free yep, download. free update. Also, Kyle, this is a game you played. Yeah. Seasons, coming oh to God. PlayStation 5. Tell me about oh what Seasons is real quick. I'm so excited to finally see it, because it went radio silent. Mm-hmm. Um, I played this at PAX this year. Um mm. Before the world went crazy. It was actually yeah. right on the precipice. And then we got home, and that's when everything kind of shut down. Um, Seasons is a game by Scavenger Studios, who are responsible for making that um, Hunger Games uh, multiplayer game, mm-hmm. the Darwin Project. That That is their thing. That's the studio that made the Darwin Project. Seasons is a story of you're a member of this community who sits outside of the rest of the world and it's their job to record the history of everybody of humankind of the animals or or the wildlife the the ecosystem everything because the world is slowly succumbing to natural disasters and it's going to wipe everybody out it's going to cease to exist so as you're going through and creating your story you get to choose what is the most important thing to remember about that part of the the world that you're in? So, what what I played at PAX is you're you're riding along and you come across this river, right? And you're the the character is really enthralled with the river and wants to record it. So mm-hmm. you get to choose: do you record the sound, do you draw a picture of it, or do you describe uh, it just with words? So you get to choose the medium of how you want the the history of everything to remember this one thing. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of the demo we played at PAX, you, you go to um, this religious ceremony and you can choose to either partake in it, be a bystander. Uh, just like it, the, the choice of what you want to remember the things by is very heavy. It's, a, it's mm. going to be an emotional powerhouse of a game. Mm. But it is beautiful. It's gorgeous. It is. I'm so excited to see it on such a big stage because it deserves the exposure for sure. 
That's freaking awesome. Also, yeah. it's re- really freaking awesome since we're recording it live. We got raided. Hello, Strictly Casual Official. Hello, everybody. Hey. We're recording a show called The Trophy Room. It's a PlayStation Welcome. podcast made by the players for the players, where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest all things PlayStation. We're hey. running down the whole Game Awards right now, beat yeah. by beat. Wouldn't you know? Isn't that crazy? So thank you all for coming by and you know maybe hang out for a little bit as we talk about the Game Awards. Who knows? Yeah. Be excited uh, for seasons. It's good. Be, it's great. And be excited for seasons because what you're telling me, I'm loving it a lot. I, I really yeah. love the the music in it. The sound in it got me definitely in in it. Like I can't wait to see how the Tempest sound of the PlayStation Five is taken advantage of from that game, yeah. or even the Dual Sense. Uh, the next game. <laughs> oh, we oh, are man. in for you rated at the exact perfect time, everybody. <laughs> strictly casual. We're about to get strictly off the fucking chains here. Hell let's yeah, talk about. Let's talk. Let's talk about this, okay? Let's do it. Arc two. <laughs> you mean starring? Turok. You mean Turok? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the game that we thought was going to be a sequel to Turok. Yeah. Starring Vin Diesel. <laughs> let me let me just Vin say Diesel. that one more time. Vin Diesel is yeah. starring in a game we thought was Turok, yeah, but is Arc Two. Yeah. This let that marinate. Was... <laughs> let that marinate. Like, yeah, like... it's just similar here. What is going on? <laughs> no, Luke was saying, yeah, Arc Two is Xbox exclusive. Is it? I I don't know. I know Arc is bringing Arc Two, bringing Vin Diesel exclusively to Xbox consoles. So is he? This is so from is, the Escapist magazine, by the way. So is he the character exclusive or the games exclusive? I don't know. <laughs> You know what? If it's the character, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> like, but this, seriously, that yeah. that trailer would have been so it would have been so much cooler if it went to Turok and it was just Vin Diesel first person killing dinos. Yeah. But I know what Ark is, and Ark is cool if you're into it, but man. <laughs> Vin Diesel uh, we could not get over seeing Vin Diesel as Vin Diesel. I and can't. Looking like it might be words. Riddick at times because his eyes are yes. black. Like it was, what's happening? And then I was like, is this like a Mortal Kombat thing? Maybe because I know like the Mortal Kombat team's working on something new and different. Yeah. Because yeah. like, like some, some of the, the, like the, 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 like Raiders look like something out of Mortal Kombat. So that's what I kind of thought. And then we got like a T-Rex. I'm like, oh, this is Turok. Okay. So then give me this 90s cheese. And then. All of a sudden, he enters a cave. Guys, I can barely describe it because it's something of wonders. And then, like he's like he's tapping on this tomb, and I'm like, please don't tell me this is like a Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, please God, it's no. the prequel, exactly. And then, like he steps outside. There's pterodactyls, and then we're thinking, okay, maybe this is Turok again. No, no. Arc two. What I want you to do, Joe, and I want everyone else that's okay. here in chat while please. we're doing this live, I want you to rewatch that trailer. And notice how weird it is when blood spurts from the people when the dinosaurs are eating them. It looks so cartoony compared to this real realistic effect they're trying to pull off. Like, it just looks like a straight up gallon of paint that splurts out of the the mouth of the dinos. It's so out of place. And I'm sorry, we even forgot to set this up. Vin Diesel is how crazy this is. Vin Diesel's like leading his tribe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Because... 
<laughs> his daughter sticks her tongue out at the T-Rex as they're running away from as it. As they're running away. And this little girl, like, watches a T-Rex just straight up eat a dude. Like, that's not what I'm doing. Eat her I'm mom, I think. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought it was her mom. Oh, my goodness. And uh, so, yeah. And we're not even out of crazy town yet. No, because... Crazy, we're, we're still in crazy town. Because right after that, we then get this animated cut of of this... Of Ark. <laughs> I'm laughing um, at, at uh, Takashi in the chat. He doesn't have tribe. He has family. <laughs> it's family, yeah. It's not about tribes. It's about family here. I'm sorry. And um, and we're like, is this, a, is this of the same game? Because it's like the same aesthetic, but it's in a weird like cartoon styling. No, they announced the Ark, the series. They're making a show. Maybe it's a Netflix show. Yeah. Who knows? They'll take anything. It's an animated series, and here's the voice cast. Are you sitting down for a second, everybody? <laughs> There's some names I don't know, some names I do know. Yeah. M- uh, Michelle Yah, uh, and I'm reading this from afar, sorry if I butcher your names. Uh, Gerald, uh, Gerald Butler, David Tennant, Madeline Madden, Jeffrey Wright, Elliot Page, Carl Urban. That's where I'm like, that, I'm actually maybe <laughs> in. Uh, Deverly Jacobs, Zan uh, McCarran, uh, Raga Ragnar, I'm Rag, oh, sorry, sorry, I butchered it. Uh, Deborah Mailman, uh, Malcolm McDowell, and wait for it, Russell Crowe. And? And of course, how can we forget Vin Diesel? Yeah. <laughs> so, other than offending some people that I've <laughs> insulted some that I can't pronounce their names, Russell Crowe is in a. Is it a show about Ark that we thought was Turok? <laughs> Not even, like, so... What is this? Yes, is this like... animated trailer came immediately after this game. I thought I fell asleep because I thought it was the same game. Like, yeah. that was, like, the real assets of how the game played. But no, it's just, uh, it, it's like the World of Warcraft trailer that we got, I think, during Gamescom. Yeah. Or it's like, what is, it's just a, it's a yeah, it was something. Uh, <laughs> but it's a great it's a great cast of the show. Like I yeah. have no doubt it's probably going to be of quality. But wow, yeah, did not did not think Ark was that big. I'm, I'm, okay, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I didn't yeah. think it was that big. Yeah. Okay, now we get to PlayStation. Thank goodness we're out of crazy town. Oof. Okay, it was an experience. Returnal Housemark, March nineteenth. We thought it yeah. was PT for a second because yes. we saw a hallway and a door. Yep. We're like, we've been we've been in Silent Hills before. Let's go again. My, my mind went PT, then yeah. it went Silent Hills, mm-hmm. and then it went to Returnal because they were talking about like returning. I was yeah. like, and, and you saw the outline of the mask. This game looks awesome because mm-hmm. it's it is it looks AAA ish. I think it's like a like double A meets AAA kind of feel. Yeah. But it it still remains what Housemark is. Those shoot 'em up arcade games just with a big budget. Yeah. I cannot wait for this game. March nineteenth. These guys and gals over there get what makes a really good shoot 'em up. I can't wait for this game. March nineteenth, Kyle. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. I'm excited to see because I was trying to think when this the date was announced, what is the rest of the twenty twenty one slate for PlayStation would be? Because it seems like every other month there's a, a game, or at least that's what they're trying to aim for. Yeah. So if Returnal is March, what are we getting in May? Is that Horizon? 
I'm that... thinking. I'm thinking the lineup is um, Destruction All Stars in February. Sure. Returnal in March. Um, in May we get Ratchet, and I yeah. think in September we get Horizon. I think mm. Horizon's a fall game. That'd be cool. And I'd be I think, okay with that. Yeah, I think the game is so far along. Um, and and honestly, I think it's. I think it's ready. I think I think we're yeah. gonna get. It. I can't wait for it. Yeah, like you said, uh, Housemark making a game with a lot of money mm-hmm. to show off what a talented studio they are, and seeing how gorgeous this look and a different style from Housemark, but still mm-hmm. looking like the Housemark games that we love. It's yeah. so perfect. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. I, I and I really hope this also means you're purchased by PlayStation. Because yes, please. Honestly, let's bring these. Let's bring Housemark home. Lastly, or second to lastly, I'm sorry, I was too excited for this one. The Master Chief is in in Fortnite. So here's you, yeah, okay. Here's before yes. you continue, Joe. Yes, attack. This me. is I know this, this is. is I'm not going to attack you. No, no, no. Master Chief is important to games. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to spew that hate here. Everybody here, he's yelling at me right now. <laughs> Whatever. I, I'm going to yell at you because you overlooked fist. The bunny with the robot arm. How dare Ooh, you? <laughs> okay. My apologies. My apologies. That's a, that's a small back. game. It looks beautiful. Can't wait yeah. to play it. Um, but this is where I think the show lost me. It, really? I think it was a trailer before this um, where this is what this, the run of things. Like, I I didn't have anything that I was interested in. Mm. Like, it, it was just like, okay, let, let's hope something brings me back to be excited for. And, like... Fortnite is not my thing, even though we yeah. played a little bit earlier today. I was like, wow, they really updated it since I last played, and it's gorgeous, and it feels good to play. And Yeah. And it's awesome that Epic and Fortnite are going the Smash Brothers route and just pulling in these iconic characters into their own universe. So I get why you're excited, but it's just like, for, for me personally, after that, it was there was nothing until the last thing that we both yeah. have on our on our list of surprises. Yeah. Now, does Master Chief cost like a million dollars? Yes. Right. Did I still buy him? Yes. Did I immediately, immediately, while we're streaming, because I don't care. Uh, <laughs> this, this is big for me. <laughs> this is this is more than anything. Did I buy him and then and then literally put uh, Ymir's head as his backpack? And then, <laughs> yes, the Master Chief is holding the Leviathan axe. Hell Did yeah. I feel like I'm breaking the law because I'm playing the Master Chief? <laughs> On my PlayStation 5, was it not the coolest fucking thing ever in that moment? Absolutely. This is what video games should be. Yeah. Let Honest to goodness. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Tomorrow, I'm going to turn on my Series X for the first time in eight years. I'm going to play as Kratos <laughs> with a gravity hammer. Like, it's going to be in... In Blood insane. Gulch. In Blood Gulch, which in is going to be in mode. the game, in the creative yeah. mode. Damn, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Video games are awesome. Those moments, it's just video games are cool. Mm-hmm. Last trailer. All right, unless I'm missing anything. Nope. Uh, this... Th- this is the last one that I have as well. All right, good, good, good. We take a look at the galaxy, the universe. Swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. We both thought it was Starfield. Panning, panning. We thought it was Starfield. I was like, wow, way to go, Microsoft. You really, yeah. you, you spent a lot of money. You spent a lot of chunk change. This is, this is real, real nice. That entire time, if if <laughs> you go back and watch this live react from us, that entire trailer, I'm like piecing together. It's not Starfield. Yes. There's something, there's no way Microsoft said lower expectations. 
and then start Choppy with Starfield. Perfect Dark and then yeah. end with Starfield. Those are major things. Yeah. So I'm like, what could it be? What, where are we going? What's well, it is after we get to this Hoth planet, which I'm like, okay, Destiny Light, what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, we see a hand reach down for something, kind of like in Star Wars, uh, you know, Clone Wars Season 6, brushes it away. What do we see? Oh. It's not, it's, it's, it's not the N7. Ahsoka Sabres. It's the N7 logo. Ooh. Kyle, you're a fake fan. You're not allowed to get excited. How dare um, you? And <laughs> it's Liara holding the insignia, and uh, it says, Mass Effect will return. So many, so many <laughs> possibilities here. Yeah. So many possibilities. Are they just ignoring Andromeda crew and going back to the Normandy? Yep. yep. Yes, please. And the only thing that is a bummer, this is so far away. <laughs> this yeah. is so far away. Because, uh, like, we don't even have a Dragon Age date or anything. We didn't, haven't seen gameplay for that. We don't even know this game's going to come out. But So, this Mass Effect game is probably five years away, I feel like. Um, I mean, if we don't even have, like, actual... We don't even have a window for Dragon Age. That's true. <laughs> It's just EA just throwing throwing uh, money at a CG team going, okay. Yeah. It was cool. That was a great way to end the show for me. I think really it signals that, okay, gang, we're going back to our roots here. We're not yeah. going to try this crazy shit. We're not yeah. going to try to break out of our what, what we do. We're going back to, to stage one here, to, to the franchises that you know from us that we love and, and maybe build that back up, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. What did you and, think of that trailer, Joe? Did you like it? I got I got excited for it. And yeah. again, then you get the realization of oh wait, the two leads from the studio have left. That that hits you, and it's something you you really can't ignore. It kind yeah. of sucks if that's the case, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, the surprises. What was the biggest one that that struck you? What was the one that got you most pumped? And overall, what do you think of of, of the game reveals we saw? Yeah, so to be expected, mm-hmm. I think not a ton of like home runs because sure. new new consoles just launched. Yeah. Um, so you would have been shocked if you got hit with massive IPs and franchises. Right. I mean, like the the rumors of Silent Hills never happened, or Kojima yeah. coming out. No factions either. No factions. Like, no Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Are um, we saying? Whoa, 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 whoa! Are we saying that? These leakers don't know their ass from their elbow. <laughs> and what? They're something for clicks. <laughs> no, nah, that's um, not the internet. I think overall, the ones that hit hit hard, and they were very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I easily think before the Fortnite stuff, and I'll even include the Fortnite trailer. I think it would have been even cooler. And this is not to to shame anyone in the chat. I forgot who brought it up in chat, but like to have you organically see that trailer, it would have been cool and would have been more memorable for me before mm-hmm. like before we even saw master chief you already you already bought the skin in the game <laughs> like yeah. you already knew it beforehand but like so from that trailer before i think all the surprise announcements were awesome uh, i was invested i was excited from that point on until the mass effect thing it was just okay yeah. but um yeah i'm excited video games are awesome Anytime I get to see new video games, they're awesome. So, yeah, yeah, 
Um, I'm just trying to to see what all the things were, uh, or, or what people were saying in the Discord <laughs> about the event itself. Um, I'll get for, it. I'll get it. You go. Uh, for me, uh, I thought the surprises. Yeah, nothing really like blew me away. But honestly, I, I I liked it. I thought the show was for the most part really good. I think you can really, you could shave 30 minutes of this show, uh, and you'd be totally not losing anything. Uh, and I think that is a problem. I think you, what you're right is like pacing. Cause there's only so much I could get excited for. So much of that dopamine that can, that, that's in my body <laughs> that can get created until you're like, okay, whew. it's kind of like for, for wrestling fans out there. It's like when raw drags, right? Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, we hit the three hour mark. Jesus Christ. Um, mm-hmm. okay. Tap the watch. That's what it kind of felt like here. And when you have so much, commercials for the most part but it's video game commercials so it's great and not so much of why i'm here which is the awards it does lose it a little bit here um so i hope they get kind of back to to focus there yeah that said that's been the surprise so overall i think the biggest one for me uh, is the the massive chief coming to Fortnite. yeah uh, again video games are awesome and being able to play that on a playstation is literally a dream come true um and then I think uh, Turtle Rock Studios, Back for Blood, looks so fucking cool. Returnal and then the Initiative are like tied, you know, because both of those games are, are from are from folks that you, if you're an Xbox person, you you're pump, you love uh, Perfect Dark. If you're a PlayStation person, you love Housemark. So like these are these are for those ecosystems for their fans, and I really dig that. So yeah, uh, you know. Again, not the biggest thing in the world, but maybe our expectations out of whack as well. That said, Kyle, yep. let's get to the awards. More so, so, some of the PlayStation stuff. And if we miss one wanna, or two, do yeah. we want to talk about in the Discord who what they thought of the show before we do the rewards? Oh, I was going to do the the all the wins and all that, and then get okay. That's yeah. fair. So um, first and foremost, a Final Fantasy VII won for best RPG mm-hmm. and best music. Ghost of Tsushima wins for best art direction uh, and player choice, which really I think is the real one. Uh, the one that people should look at. Don't. <laughs> Last Don't. of Us Part 2 wins for action-adventure game. Best performance, Laura Bailey uh, for Abby. Best narrative, best audio design, best accessibility, best direction, and game of the year. A total of seven awards for The Last of Us again. I had to step out, so maybe I missed one here or there, but seven awards. Yeah. This was a sweep. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of great games coming out here. Um, so, Kyle, before we talk about your thoughts, my thoughts on on what was really just just Naughty Dog racking up the awards this year, uh, what were the people saying in the Discord? Sure. Um, we have, oh, it's just Ray. Says, yay, if Final Fantasy VII didn't get it, I'm glad Last of Us 2 did. Can we also talk about how glad I am that Master Chief will be in Fortnite? Misery loves company. Got to do that floss, Master Chief. Uh, <laughs> we got, uh, Nagachaka. Uh, super happy Last of Us 2 won. But why am I really happy? Because Animal Crossing didn't win. <laughs> That was a, br- a breath of relief, even though that game is super important for people in 2020. But, yeah. 
yeah. Lethal says no Elden Ring, and it got most anticipated game. Wow. That's also a pretty wow moment over the other games that were on that list, such as God of War Ragnarok, Breath of the Wild 2, there was Horizon, Halo, and Elden Ring got it. Little, little interesting there, but mm. I understand it's got a rabid fan base already. Um, Sephiroth reveal was insane from Nagachaka. Uh, Metal Kirby says, it was a little long, but well-paced, though. Great games announced throughout, although I owe some money for no Metal Gear and no Elden Ring. I wish <laughs> Ghost would have swept up a couple more awards, but I am happy with the winners throughout. Nagachaka also said Laura Bailey winning was beautiful. Agreed. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Lethal also chimed in and says, honestly, I'm I'm going to love seeing all these people go ballistics on Twitter over The Last of Us <laughs> 2 winning. I have yeah. so many podcast reaction videos to listen to tomorrow. I'm hoping it doesn't go the way it probably already is going because I haven't checked where everyone that hates The Last of Us because it's an SJW game apparently Uh is throwing hate everywhere and I'm not looking forward to that because that's fucking dumb. Mm -hmm. Um, Jedi Master Ren says, I think the production of this was very well done. It felt like an actual event that we were watching. We haven't really seen things like that in gaming this year and that's what Jeff was trying to do. Bring back the feeling of an event out of video games, even during this pandemic. It was long but well-paced and kept my attention throughout. I didn't want to miss a thing. Um, Let's see what we got. A couple others in here. Famous Seamus. My thoughts. Glad Last of Us Part 2 won, but I wish Hades or Ghost won. Laura Bailey definitely deserved the award for Best Performance. That last surprise uh, performance. Uh, Hell yeah, totally awesome. I'm not a Final Mm -hmm. Fantasy fan. But even I'm shocked by Sephiroth's Smash announcement. Excuse me. Uh, the Future Day performance by um, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam was nice. I'm okay with FF7 Remake winning Best RPG over Persona 5 Royal. Makes sense. Um, oh, yeah. There was totally an Evil Dead game was that was Dead announced. Game. Yes. Uh, Mass <laughs> Effect and Perfect Dark announcements were his favorites. Uh, Sony didn't just kill it. They destroyed the entire stage. Overall, I give the show an 8 out of 10. I found some trailers <laughs> ran too long. Also, too much Vin Diesel. <laughs> and Ren also said, last one before we can keep going. Yeah. Um, I would also like to point out that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was not given a fair shot at all. No. It had no way of winning anything this year with a plethora of new experiences that we got this year. It should have been included in last year's Game Awards, and Jeff needs to figure out the discrepancy here. I know it may come off as biased, but when I first heard this, it shocked me. I would agree. I think the deadline last year for Fallen Order not making it was unfortunate and a little weird that this year Among Us won two awards and it's a two-year-old game. Right. Not to say that they didn't earn it or absolutely deserve not. It or, yeah, but that, they're uh, they're playing fast and loose with the rules here. Yes, yeah. So I, I and I definitely agree there as well because it's just like okay, this two year old game gets it. Why not? Because here's the thing: like Jedi Master, and I'm right there with you. Listen, I'm just happy we got an Ahsoka show. You know, <laughs> Rogue Squadron. Are you kidding me? Life's good for us. Um, that said. It is weird. I think the cutoff date's just way too weird. I think, yeah. you know, if a cutoff is like December 1st, I get it. I, I do. But, but like in mid November, I just, I don't see that really making sense. 
Uh, because yeah, it, it didn't have, it, it didn't have a, a way to win. And as I look back on it as my game of the year of 2019 constantly changes, mine right now, if I had to go back and do it all again, I would choose a fallen order. Absolutely mm. would. Um, so for me, um, yeah, I don't think that game got the fair shot. That said, listen, we're having our own award show, Kyle, and it's going to be like 90 yeah. times better than this. Let me tell you that. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so we're not going to talk, talk about overall, you know, what should have won, what, sh- you know, whatever. I want to know from these, are you okay with the, the result? I mean, look, at the end of the day, like what? Sony racked up like more than. Oof, yeah, I was, like that's 11, what I was trying to count. Plus awards. I, I think there were 23 awards, mm-hmm. and out of those 23, 11, almost half of them, <laughs> are PlayStation exclusive wins. Yeah. So, big year for PlayStation. I think big year. no one big can year. deny the year PlayStation had when it comes to games. Like, yeah. incredible. Yeah. So, my, my question, though, for you is, is there something that, like, Maybe for like Ghost of Tsushima, I really think got snubbed in some areas. Sure, like I, I mm-hmm. really do. That's fair. I, I, I think Ghost could have probably taken best action adventure game. Yes. Um, I think that would have been a nice way to give it to them because yes, there is, I would say, more action in Ghost than there is Last of Us. Uh, yeah. Or different kinds of action. Um, sure. And yeah, sure. It it would have been it would have been nice to show some love and give some shine to a bunch of different games. Yeah. But like I'm I'm trying real hard to not let my bias set in. <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. trying real hard. But when even when I try to look at it objectively, The Last of Us Part 2 is remarkable in every single way. Sure. So they deserve all those awards, but Ghost also deserves a lot of awards. Yeah. Same thing looking back at 2018. Spider-Man deserves some awards and didn't get any because Red Dead and God of War were there as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this always happens. The same thing last year with Control. Control deserves some awards and right. didn't get any because there were other bigger games out there. So yeah. it happens, but we are so lucky in PlayStation land over here that we've had three games that have resonated with us so hugely and it's 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 a blessing i'll I'll just say it it's a blessing in the shit year that we have three games that we love yeah and i think when i take a look at the results like i like i was telling you the reason like not to say like i had a problem with any of this yeah um i just felt i think the better words is anticlimactic sure mm-hmm. because i feel like my issue with these award shows is becoming are we are we building this this thing where it's just one or two games that completely dominate everything. And then like no other game gets a spot to shine. I, I think there maybe, maybe needs to be more categories or more defined categories so that we don't have just a, like a, you know, I I don't know. Like it, it just seems like I'm here for the awards. And as much as I do love last of us, and it deserved a lot of these, there are just some other things that maybe could have gotten some spotlight other than the same game over and over again. Not to say it wasn't sure. a masterpiece, isn't good or whatever. Whatever your opinions on it are. 
Um, I just feel like there could have been some more love to be had here. And maybe it is the fact that they brushed away so many other awards and the ones that quote unquote mattered or the ones that got more airtime yeah. uh, were, was The Last of Us. And I think if we treated it more like a award show and less like an infomercial, um, I think we wouldn't have these problems or issues. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think for the people that really hate this game, get the fuck over it because, uh, honest to goodness, you know, everybody's like, oh, people really hated it. Like, you took a look at Metacritic and all the toxic people downloaded it. I don't care. It. Like, the game, has, <laughs> the game's the fastest-selling PlayStation exclusive. And not only did it sell gangbusters, but it's also uh, won in critical acclaim. So, well, and, and, and at the end of the day, too, like, when I look at this, again, because I'm, I'm trying to play really strict here so that, you know, we're not double-talking ourselves come the award show, our award show, our better one. Because uh, <laughs> we're doing it, you know all these these things. Yeah, like best performance, Laura Bailey as Abby. You know, we talked about that, and I'm just like her. That moment was powerful, and made it was my favorite human moment in the yes, show. Agreed. Same with yours. Yep. Yeah, like she was emotional, and I the like, the Among Us devs a close second because oh, yeah. that game being out two years and finally getting the love it deserves. Mm-hmm. was really awesome to see. Like, if maybe there was, like, an indie category. There is, though. That's the thing. But, like, no, but, like, like because I'm trying to figure it out. Of like, Devolver did give... it in the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, here's the uh, the indie categories of, 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 you know, things that are, games that are important but don't have the budget of a, of a yeah. AAA studio. Um, or like self-published or whatever the case may be and have those categories for them. So it's, so they get a, a shine too. Maybe that's where you fix it. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, for me, like, yeah, like best performance, I get it. Best narrative, I get it. Cause I really do like the, to some extent, I do like the last Jedi approach of like everything you think you know about this game. No one's safe. And we're going to prove it in the first two hours. Yeah. We're going to make decisions that you may not like, but make complete and total sense. Um, so yeah, and like audio design, I get it too, cause it's very, that's a really good audio wise, amazing accessibility. There's no conversation there. Yeah, no. absolutely. They crush it there. So like, you know, when I look at it, I'm not, I'm not upset. I'm not, you know, character aside, Ghost of Tsushima, great game. Yeah. There is no arguing there. Naughty Dog is just on another level, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. And with that said. PlayStation took 10 plus categories. Yeah. Totally dominated. Which is yeah. <laughs> absolutely nuts. 10 plus categories. Woo. Longest PlayStation exclusives or timed exclusives. All right, Joe, I'm going to I'm going to throw you a curveball right now. Okay. Uh December of 2021. Okay. We're going to be sitting here doing sure. our post show reaction to the Game Awards next year. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. What are going to be those Game of Lore, Game of the Year nominees from what we are expecting that we are getting? And is it going to be a more varied list? Or is mm-hmm. it still going to be heavy into one or two games or what? Um, I hope it's not carried into one or two games. Uh, just seeing what I'm seeing now, cause it's so weird, cause like 2021, maybe it's the fog of 2020, but like, I can't yeah. think of many games coming out in 2021. Alright, so um, let, let's say Breath of the Wild 2. Okay, Breath of the Wild 2's there. Horizon 2. Horizon 2, uh, Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. um, Cyberpunk 
2077. Yeah, because it will be eligible. Sure. It will be eligible at that point. Uh, what else? What else? Elden What's Ring, for? if it ever comes out? It's not coming out. It's not coming out that year. George R.R. R. Martin's behind it. It's not coming out anytime soon. Again, I would not even be surprised that game is not coming out at all. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, again, George R.R. R. Martin doesn't finish anything. I don't care what any social media person says. Give me Bloodborne 2. That's the game we need. Game we deserve. Oh, Ratchet. Um, Ratchet could be up there. Sure. Maybe As of right now. As of right now. And what's the sixth one? What would be the sixth one? Oh, Final Fantasy VII, they say, is coming out that year, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my... I- but I do feel like I'm missing shit. a big game. Uh, I do feel like I'm missing a big one. God of War, they say 2021, but we already know that's being pushed back. I mean, Far Cry 6, maybe. No. I don't, um, I, don't I, I also feel like we're missing a big one. You know what? Someone yell at me in the comments about it. It's, yeah. it's easy. You know, YouTubers are doing it all the time. Uh, so, yeah, let's just say Final <laughs> Fantasy. Final oh, Gotham Knights, maybe? <gasps> no, Fuck it. Yeah. No, no, no. I have faith. I have faith. Let's throw Gotham Knights in there. I'm very pumped for that game. I have Okay. There you go. But what would win it? Probably Breath of the Wild, too. Let's be honest. There is, there is Resident Evil Village. Fuck me. That's going to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good games coming out. Yo, man. man. It's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, too. Probably would win it, right? Because life's unfair, though it should belong to Breath of uh, uh, what is it? Uh, New Dawn, right? Horizon New Dawn? Forbidden West. Forbidden West, sorry. What did I say? <laughs> New Dawn, <laughs> which is... Cry. Yeah. Guys, we've been streaming for like nine, ten hours. Please. Uh, I'm delirious. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it should be that. Though a game I've never played, it should be that. Um, How many Vin Diesel appearances will we get in the 2021 show? Oh, man. Uh, we, we are 100% going to get Vin Diesel at the Game Awards next year. Because As Fast 9 will be a movie that has been seen next year. And he will be another uh, presenter. Yep. <laughs> Hands I hate down. how right you sound. Hands Jeff down. Keighley, Jeff Keighley sees that Vin Diesel's trending. He does not care for what reason. And he is putting him in that show. Better you... yet, he's going to perform his music next year at the Game Awards. <laughs> oh my god, right. He makes music. Yeah, he does. Oh, well, what he calls music. Kyle, that has Joe. been the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. This has been a special episode of us covering the award show. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, you can watch us usually each and every Thursday. Of course, we don't normally do so many bonus shows, but when it's something this big and monumental like the Game Awards, we like to throw y'all an extra episode here or there. Uh, Kyle, where can people find you, sir? You can find me over at Mr. Step on Twitter and on PSN. You can find me covering a whole bunch of indie... Oh my god, excuse me. The Mountain Dew is, is, is coming back to fight me. Um, <laughs> you can find me covering all the indie stuff over at 61indie.com, youtube.com slash 61indie, twitch.tv slash 61indie, and at 61indie on Twitter. Um, we are doing one last extra, stre- extra live stream ourselves on New Year's Eve, where we'll be streaming for 12 hours, celebrating the New Year's around the world every hour yeah. as we play games to raise money for sick kids. So yeah. check us out over there. And I want to thank everybody that dropped in on the live stream. Absolutely. Uh, donated, uh, took part in all the fun activities we had. 
Um, we raised over seven hundred doll hairs, which is really awesome. Seven hundred and forty dollars. Seven hundred and forty doll hairs. Awesome. Thank you all so much. I know it's a really rough year for so many of y'all out there, and just you know, everybody's pinching pennies, and these kids definitely need all the help. So we'll leave that link, the extra life link, down below in the description, so you can donate as well. Um, and so, yeah, with all that said, with all that out of the way, you can find this show here on YouTube at the Trophy Room. You can find the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, wherever you find your RSS feed, you can find the show there. And so with all that said, and with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your wits about you. Oh, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. I'm going to have a nice long sleep. Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs>